Welcome to the She Grows podcast. We are so excited to be able to come alongside of you and walk and grow together. Today, you'll be hearing from Jen Matthews and Danielle Doss, the visionaries behind She. Whether you're driving, running, or folding laundry, get ready to dig in with us. so much for joining us today. I am Jen Matthews. Hey, I'm Danielle. And we are the minds and the hearts behind She and She Grows podcast. We're just so excited to be here with you today. We have a topic that we are very excited to talk about today. Yeah. Um, a conversation we're going to have with you that when we first started the podcast, we put it out there um, to see what kind of topics, what conversations would be helpful for you to hear. And this is one that you guys suggested. And we're so excited to dig into it. Um, purpose has, is a big thing at Cultivate Church. It's a big thing in Cultivate Women and she. And this conversation lines up very well with the heart of everything we do. It was the concept that purpose is something everyone's after. It's something we all want to know about our life. What's our purpose? Right. But the truth is every purpose is not earth shattering. It's not groundbreaking and gigantic. So what does purpose look like in the day to day? Yeah, that's so good. You know, God of the Bible is a God of purpose. And because it matters to God, it matters to us. So our hope is that after listening to this podcast, that you walk out feeling empowered to see his purpose in your life. It's never too late. And there is no um, uh, too small of a beginning to come to find out what your purpose is. Yeah, it's so good. Um, I think the first thing to establish at all in this conversation is that none of you are left out. God has literally gifted every single one of us with a certain gift, not the same gift, but a gift that you can use to do certain things well. Yeah. There's no like random or mistaken thing about your giftings, your passions, or the people that you have in your life. There is a plan created for you to complete. And to me, that's so cool. Like that just shows how much value we all carry. I love um, scripture. It's one of my very favorite things. Um, In Ephesians chapter two, verse 10, it says, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. So we're God's craftsmanship created in Jesus to do good works, which God prepared for us to do a long time ago. One of the best parts of our individual purpose is that it's unique to us. God isn't looking for a a carbon copy. Of his creation. So God's plans unfold in the ordinary ins and outs of our daily life. He wants to guide us in the big and in the small areas. He is the God who sees. He's invested into every detail of our life. And so just because it may seem mundane, it does not mean that it is mundane. That's so true. I think it's so important, like you said, that every our giftings are so unique. Like right. you can look around at the people all around you and think we kind of have the same on paper, the same sure. heart yeah. on paper. Yeah. You and I have the same heart, yeah. but in real life, in practice, it's a hundred percent different Yeah, and we need each other completely. So I think it's um, one of the saddest things for when I see people not be able to recognize that in themselves mm-hmm. that either undervalue what they do or what is in them or completely be blind to it altogether. Um, Cause he does say in Romans, 12, six through eight. This is one thing that Danielle and I absolutely love. I mean, mm-hmm. share is a love for scripture. 
it's always, always going to go back to it. But mm-hmm. in Romans 12, 6 through 8, it says, In His grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. Said that earlier. But so if you, if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it's giving, give generously. And if God has given you leadership ability, Take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Yeah, I think um, it's really cool. In fact, uh, in another scripture in 1 Corinthians 12, 4, it says that we all have different kinds of gifts, right? We all have spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. So what is so special about you, I can have that same confidence Mm -hmm. that God has created because it is the same spirit that the Holy Spirit is doing that they have given us this incredible gift to be able to have that confidence, to speak well, to do well, to give generously, mm-hmm. to have that responsibility taken seriously, you know, yeah. fill in the blank. That's good. Uh, wh- one thing I just love about that scripture is you see so much when he's talking about spiritual gifts and it sounds huge. It's prophecy. It's um, discernment of spirits. It's speaking in tongues. Yeah, it's, it's some pretty big stuff. It's big, yeah. huge things. <laughs> But this is talking about the gifts that God's given all of us. And some of it's just being kind. Some of it's just being encouraging to people or just being generous. Like that's something anybody and everybody can do. And so when you make it tangible like that and realize that God's blessed us with these gifts on purpose and they can be what seems like that small. um, I think the first step is for us to just figure out what's in your hands. Like what's right in front of you? that you just really haven't seen for what it is. Um, To me, until we realize the things that we are good at, and Mm -hmm. I I know it can be hard for most people to accept the good things about themselves. It's not our normal makeup to be like, oh, this is what I'm excellent at. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I've not (laughs) met too many women that feel like this is it. This is like, no, my shining moment. Well, I think it's because I think sometimes we can be nervous to do it because if you've ever been around somebody that is like, oh, I am so good at this, or I am just, so awesome at this. And I am, they take you off, right? Like you can be like, is that what I do to you? (laughs) (laughs) I would get it. You're awesome. Walk away. Like it can, it really can feel like you're getting this borderline on egotistical or proud. Sure. Yes. But there is an absolute line there because you've got to be able to accept that God has gifted you for doing certain things well. And that is legitimately in your makeup. So like what is just another part of your day that is truly a gift that you haven't recognized? A lot of, if we don't put a name to it, you're not going to grow in it. And Mm -hmm. you're often, you're probably going to undervalue it because you don't see it as a gift. You just see, oh, I'm just naturally nice. Oh, I'm just naturally. But man, that moment (laughs) someone tells you, you know, you are so encouraging. Yes. And it's something that resonates with you already. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I never even realized. And so you can really strengthen that skill set that it is yeah. to be encouraging. And you're looking for different ways. And all of a sudden, it is purpose driven whenever you speak um, encouragement to someone else. That's right. Even, I mean, to this day, I don't know if I ever would have gone down the path of leading worship. If somebody random hadn't have been like, hey, I was sitting by you in church and creeping Absolutely. on your sound and I like the way you sing. I was like, oh, weirdo. Like, but that was the beginning of it. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, who's listening to people in church? Like, but that was the beginning of it. Yeah. And who knows if I'd be here leading worship today if somebody hadn't just called that out of me. A There's a lot of thought. power in that. Right. One thing I think is super cool when we're talking about thinking about just gifts that are look 
huge and the ones that feel small, you know, there's a scripture that I just, I I remember all the time and I just love it in first Corinthians um, 12 verses 22 and 24. It just says through 24, it says, in fact, some parts of the body, you know, we talk about the body a lot here. We're right. completely sold on what scripture says that we can't do anything apart from each other. hundred uh, percent. But it says parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are the most necessary. And the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen, while the more honorable parts do not require the special care. So God has put the be- um, the body together in such honor and care given to those parts that have less dignity. Mm. Isn't that sweet? So cool. Like what I think about this is like, you know, there's there's certain gifts and callings that get a lot of attention. We're on sure. the platform a lot. That's right. It gets a lot of attention. That's right. But think about it like a body. Like what do you hear all the time, Danielle? <laughs> she ain't gonna say it out loud. That's a nice set of legs. It's so awkward. <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> she gets it all the time. That's a nice set of legs, right? But no one has ever told you, girl, I bet your kidneys are working overtime. <laughs> they are. The caffeine consumption <laughs> the is legit. <laughs> nobody's ever gonna like comment on yeah, your internal organs. Like, yeah, nobody's see. going like, that's a good looking liver. Yes. Yeah. But think should about be. it. <laughs> they should be. Like, <laughs> But the truth is in that, like when you look at this scripture and its reality is that I, you could live without a leg. Sure. It does look awesome. You could live without a leg. You could live without that fabulous hair. You could live without all these things that get the attention. Continue. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but you know what you're not going to live without? Sure. Is your liver. Yeah. That's um, right. And so it, it's just crazy because so many people can put pressure on themselves in this crazy way because they feel like they don't have a calling and they're not called to something important if they're not mm. on the platform, if they're not just openly seen by a lot of people. But there is an extreme beauty. And the scripture says there's extra honor and extra care given to the parts that are not seen, like all the right. behind the scene things. Right. You will not live without those. You're not going to live without a liver. You're not going to live with all the people doing like caring for people. And, you know, it kind of takes me back for when we originally planted a church. Mm hmm. Um, we met at a local high school. And so, you know, Ooh. set up. Uh, yes, it was like a lot. Uh, how early did the worship team get there? Girl, like just before five o'clock or it something? Was er- it I was mean, it was, it was very early. But as soon, you know, the setup team would come in. Mm-hmm. And it was our responsibility to clean the bathrooms. Those school toilets. And I just oh. can't even tell you guys how bad those toilets and the whole bathroom situation was but guess what <laughs> you will remember when you stepped into a nasty bathroom That's right exactly right and so what i did on a sunday morning carried just as much weight oh, as yes. when someone came into a worship experience because we wanted we wanted to be able to take down beers it was already weird yeah. that we were at a high school yeah and so and then they're using a bathroom you know a, that belonged to a bunch of teenage boys and girls yeah. and so i never saw it as well i'm just the toilet cleaner i saw it as i get to help set the tone for the day that's right yeah. every single hand in the process adds to the experience of people which leads to life change which that means right. every single person has a hand in life change and that's the same the view in serving at the church and I think it's mm. so cool because we get to celebrate life change together. But even in your day-to-day life, right. you know, that's right. We get to work at the church full time all the time. And this is a dream come true for me because I know it's what I'm called to do. Sure. But so what about someone else called to do something else? Like, or even something that's 
feels mundane. Like I think about a mom or a mm-hmm. stay at home mom. Yes. If you mom at all, yes. like the next generation is just in desperate need of moms that call, that take their calling as just really high and holy and never, ever see themselves as just a mom. That's right. Because they're desperate for being brought up in a way that's respectful to the people around them. To I mean, gosh, what Genuinely a calling. Genuinely the holiest work. The holiest work. Yes. I mean, and it's tough. Yes. But um, it definitely feels mundane, especially yeah. whenever, you know, you're getting up in the middle of the night. Elbow those. deep in poop <laughs> or like... Sticking yeah. thermometers places and or fixing school Cleaning lunches. out the dishes for the 50th time that exactly. day. Exactly. Yes. It does not feel high or holy. <laughs> but those moments yes. that you get to disciple your children, that you get to invest, you're spending some good one-on-one time. Yeah. Those are the moments that are filled with purpose. Yes. And even if you don't have your hands on a multitude of people at once, sure. you could have your hands on the next life changer. You could have your hands on the next leader of our country or of our city or even of a church or of a school or they, mm-hmm. you know, whatever their calling is going to be. Mm-hmm. And what you feed into their life is going to be important. Just because that's where I am. I am a mom. I feel like that's the most mundane of things, um, but the most, the mm-hmm. highest reward. Mm-hmm. But think about everything else. I mean, like a teacher, Lord, but even a, a doctor. <laughs> the Lord's work. The Lord's work. <laughs> um, a counselor, an investor. I know for me, I, I was a professional makeup artist for 16 years. And when I think about things that look like a calling right. in the Lord, doing makeup doesn't feel like that thing. But once I got saved and really understood purpose, I would pray before every wedding or big prom or whatever it was that I was doing makeup for that that what I did would reach beyond just the superficial, that it would reach beyond um, just putting on makeup, but that my conversation with them mm-hmm. would be directed to be able to have, like, what's a way that I could speak into their life for real and not just tell them where the lipstick came from. And yeah, um, just the treasure of being able to show it was always a prom girl that this happened for, but when they could see themselves as beautiful, like mm-hmm. see the way other people mm-hmm. saw them, I was like, I will do this for the rest of my mm-hmm. life. If it means that moment for a girl. Yeah. So I have a 12 year old girl and we're dabbling into the world of makeup mm. and, um, you know, immediate, my thought process was, Oh, I need to go and set her up with makeup lessons to help her. Cause mm-hmm. I don't feel like that's my wheelhouse. Right. <laughs> so, um, as I'm thinking about talking it through, I was thinking of you, Jim, because mm-hmm. I thought there's nobody that I know that's going to speak that same life into her. And it's so simple. Mm-hmm. But what I care about for my 12-year-old girl is that it is more than just it being surface level. Right. And who she is and the beauty that can be revealed. But how cool would that be if you were in the makeup industry and you are taking that next step and turning it into purpose yep. for every client that sits in your seat. That's right. Literally every single it thing can, can be, be done on purpose. That's right. I wish I had the scripture in my head. I'm good at remembering what the Bible says and not always where it says it, but it says in everything, do it like you're doing do it, it for the Lord. Lord. Yeah. And so you can walk through absolutely anything with purpose and mm-hmm. in purpose if you just set your mind to it and let the Lord direct you and how you're doing what you're doing. Because all of our gifts really are so different. And I just bring up the, you know, the makeup industry, because what seems farther than pastoring than makeup? I don't know. (laughs) That seems like it. But like you can find purpose in that. Like you could literally he's in everything if you just have your mind on it. And I think a lot of times we just overlook what we can do because some I mean, even down to 
you know, if you're in the marketplace and you're just like an investor or you just are very successful at business sure. or what you could be thinking, well, well, what what does this have to do with anything? But no ministry is going to happen without the gifts of generosity. So if you are yes. just have this gifting of making money, maybe that's your calling is to feed back into ministry so that people can know Jesus. Like some somebody's got to be gifted for that. It's not going to be everybody. That's right. Um, but we're not going to be able to do good things for the community and for to reach people with the gospel without funding. And so literally every little thing feeds back in no matter how just run of the mill it sounds or how much farther from ministry it sounds. Yeah, for sure. So every gift that's given is given by the Spirit. It's meant to glorify the Father and the Son, right? Right. Through serving, through using those gifts, the more involved you are in the community, the easier it is to see your gifts. That's so right. So as you begin to use them, the plan and your purpose, you know, for the here and now, it becomes a great source of fulfillment in your life. But Jen, we are asked this a good bit like, but what about, what is my purpose? <laughs> you know what your purpose is. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I didn't always know what my purpose was, That's you right. know, yeah. um, it, it doesn't immediately come. But there are some things that I thought would help bring some light to it. So it's not always crystal clear. And sometimes you have to do the very worst thing, which is wait, wait. and <laughs> ask for clear understanding. Yeah, It's not a bad thing. It actually helps our faith muscle become stronger. Y'all patience is developed. I know that that's something that we don't super love, it's but like it's important. <laughs> and we learn to trust the timing of God's plan for our life. That's right. It's not a marathon. It, no, it is a marathon. It's not a sprint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's important to remember that understanding our purpose is much more of a discovery process That's right. than it is like an instant download. Yeah. And I know that that is not easy. Nobody likes that process, but mm-hmm. it is good. Proverbs 3, 5, 6 says, uh, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you what path to take. So his ways are greater than our understanding. I... Don't love that all the time. I know. (laughs) It's not my favorite. This is what we're leaning into. It's not saying that we don't have to or that we can't use our understanding. It's just saying it's not going to take that number one seat. It's going to be faith, understanding, and then catch this, you're going to then put the place of feelings. So a lot of us will sometimes put feelings over faith or feelings over understanding. And that is the third in line. Well, so, and what I love about what you said in in Proverbs there was trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Seek his will in all you do. Yeah. Um, and when I see all of your heart and all you do, your heart is told, you know, we're told many times our heart's deceitful. Yes. And that's where your feelings come in. Your yeah. feelings aren't always going to yeah. direct you to the right yeah. thing. But when you trust, seek his will in all you do, that means in the mundane. That means, you know what? In the gas station today, like, let me just smile at the right person mm-hmm. that needs a pick me up. Let me, mm-hmm. you know, as I do this or that, like seek him in all you do. It doesn't say in just the big decisions or just in your life paths or how am I going to spend a thousand dollars? It's how you're going to spend that quarter. Am yes. I going to keep a quarter in your yes. pocket for a kid to get a piece of bubble gum just to brighten their day? You right. know what I mean? Right, right, right. It's in the tiny things and he'll start showing you his paths. Well, That's like right. it says, the path to say. <laughs> turns out, turns out the Bible's got it covered. <laughs> Uh, so there's also a place for godly counsel in your life, yes. right? It doesn't have to be over-spiritualized, y'all. Mm-hmm. It is a daily growing and discovering. Yes. It's just like you said earlier. When someone spoke 
and said, hey, I like your singing voice. Mm -hmm. Gosh, imagine had you not been in a place or allowed that person to speak that into your life. It's my favorite thing that I get to do is speak Mm -hmm. that over people's life. It's because... I see it as clear as day. Mm -hmm. And it's like that light bulb moment. And so you have to surround yourself with people that can say, you know, I do see this in your life Mm -hmm. or feel free to speak up to your to your people that are around you and say, you know, I I, I don't know if you know this or not, but this is a huge blessing in my life. It really does um, help bring in clarity. And so once you've once you've done all of that, then it says in Hebrews chapter 6, 11. So cool. It says it is impossible to please God without without faith. Mm-hmm. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely ask him. So That's y'all, good. our father is not sitting up there just saying, well, good luck. Figure it out <laughs> on your own. Yeah. No, like this scripture, his word is so clear that mm-hmm. he wants to reward you. You're looking for purpose. You are looking for purpose in his will. You are at, you are actively being obedient. You're being faithful what the Lord has given you. Right. He will reward you. That's so true. And, you know, I think about just how, how something was called out in my life and watching you call that things out in other people's lives. And as much as you listening would love to have someone call out your purpose mm-hmm. in your lives, but think about all the things that come to your mind about people that you don't speak out. Like, sure. What what I do just about every time I meet somebody is the first thing I think is a compliment. Yeah. And it almost never leaves my mouth. Like, <laughs> I just think it and they never know. And I try to get better about it. I'm like, why did I say that out loud? Like, Meanwhile, I'm, queen awkward. I know. I'm like, people would love to know <laughs> something good. Yes. that some Because yes. you know what? The truth is almost no one thinks those things about themselves. Like, sure. It is rare to find someone who's, even if they look all the way 100% confident, it is very rare that somebody actually is walking around 100% confident and they would love to know what you see in their lives. They would love to know a gift. They probably don't know. Like Mm -hmm. there's a chance they do, but what harm is it going to do if you tell them something good they already know? Like I think for all of us, if you know you're seeking that out, like you would love for somebody to help you by speaking into your life, speaking to someone else's. Like that is such a gift of yours, Danielle. Other thing about all this, I think um, that can be, you know, the heavier side of why, the why of this is, you know, going back to the beginning of our talk, Danielle read that God has planned out things for us since before we were even born. And so when you think of, well, what am I losing if I just keep walking out my life? Like, what if I don't seek Mm. my purpose? What Mm. if I don't? want to put out the effort to use what I have for someone else? What if I don't want to, you know, that's, you're asking me to do something extra in the land of too busy for everything. Sure. And of course, I think I have to call myself out on this all the time. Anytime I say I didn't have time for that, I don't have time for that. I have to go, well, okay. (laughs) Truth be told, (laughs) it was not important enough for me to make time or I just chose something else to make time for. So The truth is, I don't believe anybody who says I don't have time. You're just making decisions on how to use it. And this is something that is likely to bless your life more than anything else you're using your time on. Sure. Is walking out your purpose, whether it's serving in the church or doing something in your day-to-day life. But God has commanded us to use them. He says we will be held accountable for how we use our gifts. Um, There's a parable in the Bible. It's in Matthew 25. I'm not going to read it because it's a long story. But you've probably heard it, possibly heard it about the man in this with the servants who he gave talents to. 
And two of the servants actually took his money and invested it and made more money. They're talking through money, but it's kind of parallels with our, you know, gifts, talents, what he's given our lives. Um, But then one of them literally just buried the money so that when this master came back, he could give it back and say, Mm -hmm. hey, I didn't lose any of your money. Mm -hmm. And the master wasn't like, oh, well, that was really dumb, but okay. No, he says, you are useless. He says, throw this useless servant to outer darkness and take this, take the money we had for him, give it to the people with a lot. Because to those who use well what they're given, even more will be given and they will have abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. Now throw this useless servant into the darkness. What I think is so interesting about the scripture is that he's not judging people that aren't believers here. Sure. He's talking about servants. They're under the same authority and the same care of the same master. And so they all had the same job basically to do with their talents. And he's not talking about people who don't even realize there's a calling on their life and don't realize they should be looking out and living out for the Lord. He's talking about us. Yeah. You know, full transparency for Mm -hmm. a long time of my life, I was the one with the one talent. I just mm. felt like mm-hmm. I don't want to lose it. I don't want, like it's so much risk, right? Right. Turns out <laughs> the Lord knows what he's talking about. It's this multiplication gift. You know, the the truth is you only grow if you're healthy, right? Yeah, that's true. So one of the great joys that we get to experience in seeing people is they live out their their God-given purpose and we get to watch it multiply before our lives. True. We all have the option to pursue our own dreams, Um either out of selfish ambition or even godly ambition. Yeah. So let's talk about the gift of seeing the gifts multiply. Mm-hmm. As we walk in our purpose, God will prune our lives and he'll align our motivations with his so that we are able to bear more fruit. Yeah. I know that we get to see that. Um, and so as you are digging in and you are pruning, which is not comfortable, but mm-hmm. absolutely necessary, but you're also shifting that from your own ambition to the godly ambition. Right. Y'all, that get to that five, get to that ten. I promise there is power in seeing that that purpose multiplied. That's right. You can never forget that God develops the character that we need to fulfill our our purpose over time. Growth and maturity are not instant. So right. our role is to trust God's process and His timing, and to be faithful with what He puts in front of us every single day. We just never know how he is going to use the small things for us in the bigger things, right? Yeah. So for me, my goal at the end of my life is to hear well done. I know I mess it up. I don't get it right every day. But I want to honor the Lord and and give him my very best because of the plan that he's prepared for me. He thought so much of me. And the worst thing I could do is... To hear at the end, you just used it for your own selfish Mm -hmm. ambition yeah, and not for his plan. If you would have told 16-year-old Danielle what Mm 39-year-old Danielle knows now, it is obviously, it's not a boast on myself, but it's a clear picture of God's faithfulness in my life. And the last thing I want to do is be so wrapped up in myself that I miss it. It's just, I think something that's so important to remember in this, as you're talking about that it's not instant. Growth is just not instant. And that can be the most devastating news for a lot of people sure. looking for purpose or looking for mm. healing or wh- whatever we're walking Yeah, because through. the most biblical answer, right, is yeah. what? Wait. You wait. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
you know, the truth is the more you start down the path and the more you accept the fact that God is growing you, sure. Um, the more you see that and the more you hunger for it. And what I can tell you is that I've been following Jesus for, uh, this is 14 years now. And Every single day, I've grown more. I hunger more for his word today than I did yesterday. Right. And certainly more than last year. Sure. Certainly more than 10 years ago. Sure. You will always, if you're doing it right, you will never stop growing. And the thing is, is like, so what? You've not done it right. Yeah. Start now. Exactly. Let it be the beginning point right now. Exactly. I mean, just keep going. He knows we're never going to be perfect, but just keep going. Keep seeking him. It's in the little consistencies in that day to day. It's not going to ever, ever be one big thing you do or accomplish. It's not going to be some book you read or some prayer you pray. It's going to be in the day to day yeses that you give the Lord. And that's where he's going to show himself faithful. What a great word on finding purpose in everything God has called us to, big and small. Take some time and let this word sink in and let your mindset be changed by the word of God. Make sure to connect with us on social media so you always know what's going on. And we would love it if you would take a moment to rate and review this podcast. Share it with a friend you know who would be encouraged by it. We would love to get the word out and be able to reach farther into building a godly community of women. This is one way we walk our faith out together. Thank you for letting us be a part of your day today. Until next time, keep growing.